Virtual Cheers is a monthly podcast where three millennial women working in Silicon Valley discuss their experiences with work, gender, and identity. So welcome to our, I guess, what is this, our second, second yeah. Virtual Cheers podcast. Um, I'm Leslie. I'm Christina. And I'm Kelsey. And we are three millennial women working in Silicon Valley. Um, and we have chosen a really interesting article this month to talk about, which um, was in the Atlantic at the end of February, titled Workism is Making Americans Miserable. And essentially, the premise of this writer, Derek Thompson, is this idea that work for you know modern American society has really become elevated to a point where it is a lot of people's religion. And what it leads to is sort of this obsessive workaholism as people are striving toward some sort of self-actualization and version of success through work that he argues they're never gonna get to. So what are we running toward? Potentially eventual burnout. And I think this article really resonated with all of us for different reasons because we're all kind of at different stages of, you know, reevaluating career and thinking about where we want to go next and family. And um, I think we should just we should just jump right into it. Yeah, I do have some pretty good thoughts about it, Kelsey. You're taking notes. I just think like Derek just peered into my soul (laughs) and scrawled it all over the Atlanta. I mean, I read this and it was just like this is he is able to communicate what you maybe subconsciously don't even realize mm-hmm. or want to recognize, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think it's, it's it really does go back to, like, as millennials, we were raised and told you can accomplish anything, so focus on what you love and make a difference in the world, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we, without, obviously, as, like, little kids realizing what self-actualization is, we were, like, implicitly pushed to try to push for the self-actualization, right? Yeah. So, it's, like, I was just, we were just talking about how, at work, we oftentimes, first of all, like, success is an opinion. Often It's mm-hmm. often very, yeah. very like, subjective. subjective. Yeah. And so, as a result of that, you, there's so many implications from that, but one of the things that, um has been done to try to structure that success is performance reviews at Mm -hmm. the company that we all have are acquainted with. And they literally have these attributes to describe success and like a description of how you should be like where you should be at within the band of this attribute given Mm -hmm. on your level. Right. So like, this isn't like, Okay, perform X function in Y time. It's like, no, you need to be a thought leader. Mm-hmm. You need to have presence. Yes. You need to be a change agent, right? Like all these like really lofty. And very amorphous. Yeah. yeah that's true. Yeah. It's and, it's, and it's also just like, like they're playing in on our need to self-optimize and like pushing us all in this. I mean, I don't want to go like conspiracy theory here, <laughs> but like. Deep state self-optimization. Well, Black Mirror. And I think it's, you know, right. maybe not too far off. Like, the idea that, of course, you want to convince this, like, completely achievement-oriented, like, hungry, kind of elite millennial audience that, like, you just have to work harder. Yeah, it's like this, this dystopia. Yeah, exactly. Like, and you're never going to get there. But if you believe that it's, it's you and right. it's your maybe fault, if you're not to this, like, ideal... 
You'll like keep end going. state, then yeah, you're going to internalize that. But but okay, running. What I also liked about this article is it distinguished between workaholics and work workism. Mm, say more because about that. it's like we celebrate overworking. We celebrate. Oh, I pulled it's like an a badge of honor. Mm-hmm. Total badge of honor. It's not. It's like baseline needed to then go onto your like more self actualization yeah. things, right? Yeah. Like it's not just like a oh I'm like I you know, the days of Wall Street where people are like working, I mean, that has its own issues, right? But I think like that is an important distinction. It's like you wear this as part of your identity with Mm -hmm. pride Mm -hmm. versus like a workaholic is probably Mm. more, it's just different. Maybe there's more separation. Because I think think one thing I always knew about myself was that the bulk of my sense of self-worth and my identity did come from my work work and my achievements. Right. You know, working in high tech was just sort of like the natural next extension of a very like outwardly achievement oriented mindset. Right. Um, But I don't think I ever had anyone articulate what it means to go past just like working really hard into like... This is something that's so central to who you are that it has literally replaced, like, religion. Right. In yeah. terms of the centrality, in terms of, like, where do you go to feel most yourself? And that right. was the line I was saying earlier. I was like, our deaths were never meant to be our altars. Mm-hmm. So if you go, like, you don't normally go to Sunday church as much. People are, like, less religious now. Yeah. And now you're actually, but you're going to work. Like, I may go into work this weekend yep. to do work. Um, I'm not going to go to church or anything like that. But, like, you think about it. Yeah. So it's just Because you have to work on your self-optimization <laughs> performance yeah, outline. Like, about. performance review <laughs> time. It's <laughs> And it's I, slightly yeah. depressing and to read the article. Well, yeah, you question like, your entire fucking uh-huh. life. Yeah. Sorry. No. My you, just, you just go for it. Because, I mean, you know, having left that high-tech world two you months got, ago. You gotta feel real good, girl. <laughs> but you Validation. Know so like, I feel like I'm in this, like, no-man's land. Yeah, when where they say I'm that, like, people who are usually, like, who aren't You're working, floating above I'm your like, body. Wait, what do I yeah, do? I'm like, who am I? Like, your what, do I, what do I identify with? Like, oh if I'm not, you know, a tech worker, I'm not a mom yet. Like, what is my identity? Like, what do I do? What what like, right. What is my purpose? And right. I do feel like excited that I've taken the leap but also this article I found very unsettling because I was sort of like well what's next for me Mm -hmm. like what do I do with this knowledge I don't really want to go back to so much of my identity being wrapped up in where I work and what right. I do, but like, what what do I fill that or like, void with? What is my with? purpose? Or yes. Like, how do I but do it? And is the question like, what do you this? fill it with, or is is the question, do you need to fill it? Ooh. I mean, I'm being serious. No, right? I love that. Like the like the original like theory from Key is it Keys who did Keys, the like yeah. the, like our grandchildren's like economy right or fifteen yeah. hours right a week. was that yeah. like we would eventually get to the point of efficiency where like oh it's all yeah, automated you're only gonna work like fifteen hours a week hobbies right yeah so it's kind of an interesting thing hmm. where it's like holy shit like we again like I just go back to like we're we've been put on this hamster wheel and like we're in some sort of large science experiment. They went back to it. They're like in like the 1800s, 1900s with John Maynard Keynes. He's like, well, the rich people use the extra time and just at leisure mm-hmm. activities versus mm-hmm. now a lot of wealthy people use extra time to work more and they yes. take less vacations. Especially so like, here. But, and I actually, t- sorry to go back, mm-hmm. like 
you, we shouldn't be questioning like, what do I fill it with? Because it's just, then you're just applying, okay, it's not work. That's your new religion, mm-hmm. right? It's whatever, like, oh, I need to be, mm-hmm. I need validation from this external something, factor. Some extrinsic validate. But then I go back to his point that like, we all worship something, whether right. we want to or not. And right. I'm like, well, wh- like, I feel like my religious, my religion just changed. Like, or I'm like, oh I my mean, gosh, what clear, is my religion? Clearly the answer for you is organization. <laughs> I mean, I could have told you that. Like, you're like Marie Kondo living in California. <laughs> but I do think to your point about like, you know, wealthy elite working more and sort of perpetuating that like vicious cycle. It is so prevalent here in Silicon Valley. Like sometimes I wonder do you need to get out of here? Like, if you don't want to subscribe to this anymore, like, how do you live here and raise a family here yep. and not get sucked into it? Yep. Yep. That's true. I mean, drop mic, walk off stage. Like, that is the question. <laughs> I'm serious. I mean, that's it. It really is. Or you just accept it. You stay in here and you're like, no, I don't have to conform to what you want. It doesn't mean I have to leave. That's you true. Know? Yeah. You can kind of just, again, like it's, it requires, I think, an incredibly strong sense but, of self. Yeah. Like, I think people would judge you. Hard yeah. But then it's up oh, to yeah. you if you accept them to yeah. judge you. You know what I mean? So it's like, you can say whatever it. you want. There's always going to be people mm-hmm. who are like, look at differently about you. You're like, if you're comfortable with yourself and your immediate friends and family, then Technically, like, it shouldn't matter if they are judging you because you're like, hey, I'm still going on this path. It takes a lot of, like, confidence in oneself to right. think, you know what, I'm just going to ignore what you say and right. find people who actually are important right. to me and then move yeah. forward with that. Right. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Okay, let's let's pivot quickly. What about this time for happiness section he has here? Oh, say more about that one. So he says, let me pull this up. Workism offers a perilous trade-off. On the one hand, Americans' high regard for hard work may be responsible for its special place in world history and its reputation as the global capital of startup success. A culture that worships the pursuit of extreme success will likely produce some of it. But extreme success is a falsified god which rejects the vast majority of its worshippers. Our jobs were never meant to shoulder the burdens of a faith and they are buckling under the weight. A staggering 87% of employees are not engaged at their job, and the number is rising year on year. Our solution to this epidemic of disengagement would be to make work less awful, but maybe the better prescription is to make work less central. So how do you continue to work? Like, like, like it's, it's in our control, right? Mm-hmm. Like, essentially, if you are able to just make it, like, you know, a smaller portion of the pie mm-hmm. of your mm-hmm. total life. So yeah. that's also interesting, too, to be like, well, who cares what's going on externally, like internally for me? But, yeah. But I think it, it's, again, like it just like plays on this idea, like the reason we're on this hamster wheel to begin with is because we care about achievement at, mm-hmm. at the in the eyes of other people. Yep. I mean, what you just brought up for me conjures like the boundaries issue, like mm-hmm. because I do think it's so easy to get sucked into this 24-7 work culture and like always on, always available. Yeah. And like the only person who can stop that for yourself is you. Right. And I, it's hard, but I think to your earlier point, like it's what can you internally like motivate for yourself so that you're only working as much as you want to be working. I mean, I don't know if it's as simple as like just the amount of time that you're devoting to work versus time you're devoting to other things. Right. But like that just screams boundaries to me. Right. That you have to implement. Right. 
So that's where my, and I'm sharing this on our, with all of our listeners, but mm, I'm considering juicy. pulling back to 60% time for that. Literally, like it's the math equation. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, there's 24 hours in the day. My son sleeps, sometimes sleeps for eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> on a good night. <laughs> on a good night. So like, what does that leave you with, right? Yeah. If you're at work for 10 hours a day, which honestly, like that's me pulling back, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and that's like trying to like have better boundaries. I still only get like two hours, three hours a day with him. Like that's not, yeah. you know, how I want to. Yeah, he's so little. He's so like, little. He's like I'd like to spend more time with benefit him. Benefit so much. But I also like don't want to because I have this like I need to make an impact on the world, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like built into my DNA. Mm-hmm. I still feel like I want to work. So yeah. Am I mm-hmm. setting myself up to fail? Like, what if I reduce back the time at work, mm-hmm. but I still don't feel like fulfilled? Whatever. Like, maybe like you know, the scale goes the other right. way, and I feel right. like, oh, I could be, you know, I gave up something in my career, whatever. Right. Like, more. But you know, it would be a really interesting experiment because I jumped, I fully jumped out, right. and I was like, no, 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 I'm like right. in fun employment mode. And I don't know that that's going to work for me long term either. And so mm-hmm. I'm really curious to see how it goes for you, where. You still have work. You still have the intellectual stimulation and like right. the part of your brain that really loves the work that you do, but you're finding a way to sort of like carve your time out differently. So like things outside of work get more of your time and attention. Here is the thing though. Like I'm just, what? I think the reason that I am more, cause let's be yeah. honest, I could pull back right now, right? Like I could probably work, still get paid a hundred percent and just like, if I didn't care that I would, if, mm-hmm. I, didn't really be, if I didn't want to be top of my class, so mm-hmm. to speak, like mm-hmm. I would just fucking lean back and be like, yeah, whatever. Still mm-hmm. coasting. It's only because it's like, hey, everybody, like me saying, I'm only working 60%, okay? So it's okay that I'm not like fucking crazy like yes. all of you. You need that, almost like that validation. I, exactly. Like <laughs> this is a mind fuck for me right yes, now because yes. that is totally part of the reason I'm like, it's it, it gives me the okay yeah. to do that, which is fucked up. Because you can't give yourself that okay. This is so, my you, third. I think it's great. I think people would judge you. They're like, wait, Kelsey's slacking off, even though, and you're like, wait, if I verbally tell everyone I am going to go 60%, I'm giving myself permission to talk about it in a way. That's like a personality, I feel like. like It comes back to, like, I mean, like, honest to God, it comes back to, like, playing sports and not wanting to be the one that's, like, bringing the team down. Whereas if you're like, hey, guys, I got to go on the injury list for a while, but Mm -hmm. I'm going to keep. I'm going to keep working out. You know, it's like, okay, she's doing the best she can. Given mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. Like, it really, I mean, I'm not kidding you. Like, that's, that's I'm having this, like, realization on air or, like, two listeners. <laughs> I love gonna, it. It's just, like, kind of, like, for th- therapy. Thinking through, yeah. <laughs> Since when you were saying that, though, I was thinking of, like, I will probably always have, like, work in the central in a, in a way just because I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But then it made me think of, like, but it is all my focus, like, misdirected at the company or the actually the big company I'm at maybe I should just break off and do my own company mm. and even though I'm going to work a ton in either way I'd rather work a ton of work on my own mm-hmm. with my own company or something so that made me actually yeah. think like it's not it's, I think it will always be kind of central for me it just depends on do I want to focus as central like focus on this company or do I want to focus it on like where I want to go what I want okay to do. here yeah. is a key question I think with this so how much of your like identity do you tie to working at big successful companies because you're right hours hours in the day right like same at disney same at google same at this new company but like externally it's like she left google Mm -hmm. whoa 
Who is she? Who? What is she? <laughs> who does she think she is? I mean, hello. I mean, but like, so you, sorry, you were saying you do feel like you tie a lot to it. Yeah. And I think it would in a way like make, I think work and, or just the idea of it would always be kind of essential to what I want to do to have mm-hmm. impact. And then I would always, I know it's easy to like have the whole work life integration. And so that's why like, even if almost like you have like your house above the store shop mm-hmm. or storefront or something yeah, where yeah. you integrate even family stuff on some of those things. So yeah. like, I would think of it like that as opposed to completely separation in a way. Mm-hmm. So, just kind of like, so you're more of an integrator, not a segmenter. But what's interesting yeah. is like, there seems to be some distinction for you between working toward the mission of a big company and working toward a mission of your own making mm-hmm. that would be like, if you were to go off and start something on your own, you'd have a lot more control over that. Yeah, exactly. And you don't mind the heavy work emphasis in your identity, but the question is like, what do you direct that energy exactly. toward? To what mm-hmm. end? It's just depends. <sighs> you should become a Goddamn therapist. Yeah. <laughs> yes. well, I mean, I feel like, I mean, honestly, Leslie, like, go get your, th- like, the therapist license. It's amazing. We should get callers next time. So, callers. yes. Listener. You could probably get it online. Listeners. <laughs> you can get anything on. We have, so, we should probably wrap up because I think this is probably way longer than eight minutes. All right, fine. Really? Okay. So, any parting thoughts on this, like, incredibly juicy, unsettling... I think it's a constant improvement, like more small like iterations are trying to get better as opposed to like completely doing a 180. I don't mm-hmm. know. It just depends. Mm-hmm. Or jumping off the cliff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> do you jump off the cliff or do you slowly go down the cliff a little? Great question. I mean, <laughs> I'm thinking like Alcoholics Anonymous, the first step is admitting you have a problem, yeah. right? So like yeah. I'm Kelsey, I have a meaning, I'm a meaning junkie. Like <laughs> you just have like what and like then from like once you sort of recognize that, yeah. like I think everyone's path will be different, right? Yeah. Like I don't think it's necessarily bad that you jumped off jumped off the cliff, mm-hmm. air quotes, mm-hmm. right? Like everybody's gonna navigate it in their own way. It's just this realization of like, oh shit, I'm doing this for reasons I didn't realize mm-hmm. I was doing them. Yep. And that yep. I think is like the eye opener that we all should have. So read the article, listeners. Yes. yes. Knowing so is good. half the battle. And share your thoughts with us wherever this podcast wherever is available. Yeah. Until next time. Virtual, virtual cheers. cheers. Clink, clink, clink.